In today's climate, nothing will make you a more accurate or confident shooter than Crimson Trace laser sighting systems. Get the immediate, decisive advantage of the world's only grip-integrated laser sights today. Shoot better. Stay safer. Crimson Trace. This week on Gun Talk, it's a special... After show edition of Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. Frankly, we're humbled by how many folks have downloaded this part of the show. So we threw together a montage of after show segments for you to enjoy this weekend. No need to call because we're all still asleep after eating too much turkey. Now here's Tom and the whole Gun Talk bunch. Enjoy. All right, it is the after show. It's Gun Talk Part Three or something, three I don't know, whatever it is. Beta. Just, it is the beta. That's right, because it's certainly not ready for a public release. I can tell you <laughs> that. We got uh, Michael, Michelle, and Jim. We did we let Jim out of that little room in the back yet? I don't yeah, know. Well, yeah. I locked the door behind him though. So yeah, but you know he keeps that key that thing. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> actually, actually, he owns a place. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, he, as if you think that gives you the right to just walk around anywhere you want to go yeah. just because you own the place. Jeez. Jeez, a lot of nerve. At least he's wearing a shirt today. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> nice visual. And that, and that really makes concealed carry difficult. <laughs> Tell you. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Thanks for joining us for the after show. That was about all we could do here. Oh. Signing off for the day. Uh, I, I just got to ask you guys about this. Uh, the Moms Demand a- Action Group. They they truly have lost their minds. They're spinning like crazy on the fact that Kroger will not cave in to their demands. They've just never had a store say, no, we're not going to do that. Although the stores go, yeah, 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 okay. We'll just make the statement and then it won't change anything, and you guys will leave us alone, right? And they go, yeah, then we'll leave you alone. All right, question for you guys. How is that not extortion? I mean, <laughs> it completely sounds yeah. like it to me. It sounds like it to do this or we will hurt your business. Okay, uh, and then they said, well, you know, thank you for your input, but we're just going to obey the laws. Nope, not good enough for us. We want a statement from you that says gun people are crazy. Because wow. that's, that's really all they're looking for is to change the the conversation yeah know. and there's been a, a rash of shootings at the kroger lately across the U- u.s hasn't there several yes, the, carry holders especially people. it's the ne'er-do-wells in the vegetable section that really <laughs> scare you yeah the uh, radical radishes <laughs> that's my cucumber <laughs> take it easy sir just uh Put down the tomato and slowly back it back away. Okay. Reload in aisle three. Yeah. There you go. That's right. I meant to tell you guys a little bit more about what happened during our shooting of first-person offender this week. It was a hoot. Uh, we did have a, a young man and his uh, girlfriend there. He talked about how you know he was going to he was there to pr- help protect himself, but also protect her. And you know they go to places together, and he's always looking out and checking exits and all that. So we put him into the middle of a quote-unquote uh, city council meeting. I was the mayor up there. I got shot every darn time. Um, <laughs> and a uh, you know, bad guy comes in, and he shoots up in the ceiling and shoots the mayor, drops him. And we turn around, and this guy is gone. And his girlfriend is on the floor hiding behind a chair. He has boogied. He, he has <laughs> left the building. <laughs> and nice. we, we finished it. And they're doing the interview and ask her, well, what did you think when you turned around and saw Brandon wasn't there? And you could see steam coming out of her ear. 
But, ooh, going to be a long drive home. <laughs> Next time around, he hung around there. And, uh, yeah. well, we trained him on, and people don't know this. They don't train. Of You have to grab the person you're with, drag them around, put them behind you. Think um, Secret Service, think bodyguard move, something like that. Now, you're blocking the way. You're, you've got them behind you. You're standing between them and the bad guy, and you've got your gun out to use if you have to, but mostly you're just backing out, backing out, backing out, getting out of that place. Mm. It's, uh, wow. I, I mentioned we had a, a great-grandmother who carries a 1911 at work. <laughs> uh, she works at a gun store, and she's also a, a USPSA uh, IPSC competitor. Oh, cool. So cool. she was tearing it up, and let me tell you, and we told her, said, here's the deal. You're here, and you've got uh, two of your grandchildren in the back of the car. And what we set up was this guy came, and he was going to steal the car. And basically, a carjacking. Nah, not happening. Mama Bear went nuts on him. Wow. It's, uh, I'm, I'm looking. Yep. Okay, I've still got marks. Yeah, I've just checked. I've st- still got marks from the simulations. Those things hurt, man. <laughs> I, it's got to be worse than a paintball. Oh, yeah, it's much worse. It's, uh, they say that you need to feel the pain penalty. Yeah, well, you do, because, of course, I was doing the scenario where, all right, here's how it works. You're going to come in here, and you're going to shoot the mayor. Guess who got to be the mayor up the front of the room every time? Whack, whack. And then we pulled a Terminator deal. If uh bad guy goes down, gets shot, but if the good guy doesn't stay plugged in, and he looks around after it, the bad guy's going to roll over and shoot him from the ground. Wow. Better stay plugged in. It's not over till the uh, good guys show up. Now, how many feet per second do those simunition rounds run? I mean, generally. Four, four to 12 million feet per second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, at least it feels like light. it when you get whacked. That's right. It's a laser beam. You know, I, I don't know. I, I would probably guess it's in the 350, 400. Wow. Just a rough guess. I had, uh, not to get too terribly graphic, I had a nipple blown off about 12 years ago with a paintball gun. So We can only do this on the after show. That's why we do it. Right. Well, you know, I, it, <laughs> it was a hot day, and I, the, the match was over. I left my mask on, thank God, took my shirt off, and then uh, <laughs> boom. And Whack. you don't recover from that very quickly. So I was just kind of wondering, you know, if it yeah, actually we had, we, we did have one of the guys got shot in the nipple also. Uh, I mean, it, it smarts, you know. <laughs> So you need more padding on it. Look, you didn't you didn't wear your padded bra, dude. You know. But let me tell you, after everybody was wearing their groin protector, I can tell you that. Oh, oh yeah, I'd bet. Cup check. Yeah, exactly right. All right, we got people on hold. We got to get some of these folks in here. Let's uh, bring on line two. Thomas uh, traveling somewhere in Missouri. Hey, Tom. I had one that I kind of threw at Michelle and kind of. She had to think about it. I don't know if she ever really did come up with an answer. Okay. So I figured I'd take it. So did you. Somebody brought up an air rifle with an integral suppressor built onto it, so you didn't have to have the NFA stamp for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He brought up a short-grilled rifle and then putting a suppressor on it. What if somebody manufactured a short-grilled rifle with a suppressor integral to it that couldn't be taken off? Would you have to have either or both stamps or neither? Well, uh, you would have to have at least one stamp. The question would be, is the barrel length with the suppressor? And it's a good point because you can put a suppressor on that's not removable. So it just becomes part of the barrel. Yep. If it, if it is at least 16 inches long, now it's no longer an SBR. It's not a short barrel rifle. Right. So you, you need the stamp for the suppressor. But if it comes off, then you actually need two stamps. One for the short barrel rifle and one for the suppressor. So that's two times 200 bucks. Okay. Um, well, that I guess that answers that real good. But I had another quick comment, too. Um, you brought sure. up about the liberal comment um, a while back, mm-hmm. and I think I have an idea for 
the NRA and basically anybody else that, that wants to term the liberals as specifically, um, mm-hmm. and that is to let the other people that claim that they're liberals, but yet they're for the Second Amendment, that makes them constitutional liberals. They believe in the Constitution. So hmm. please understand, liberals, if if you're a liberal and you claim to be a liberal, but you're believing the Constitution, you're a constitutional liberal. You're not who we're talking about. Interesting. Um, the And there's nothing I have done in the last number of years that has stirred people up nearly as much as this topic. And I've had tons of people, you know, I'm going to, I am causing the downfall of democracy. And <laughs> lots of people, I'll never listen to your show again. Okay, fine. Uh, and, and lots of stuff there. And there's one of the comments I've been getting is, well, but these people will still vote for liberal politicians. Well, okay. So, what are we supposed I mean, you're not allowed to shoot them. Okay, I mean, you don't get to shoot people just because they're going to vote for somebody you don't want to vote for. But we're working on it. What, what are you, and he's like, what are you saying? I mean, all I'm saying here is, if somebody says, I'll help you when you want to go talk to the mayor, because I know the mayor, and if he's liberal, do you say, no, we're not going to let you help us. You're liberal. Or do we just say, sure, I'll take help from anywhere I can get it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You would have thought I had said we should uh, make Dianne Feinstein the president of the NRA or something. I mean, it was, it was really amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. It was just like. What you been smoking, look, son? <laughs> that's right. Just, just, everybody just slow down a little bit. Listen just a touch more carefully. All I'm saying is, would you not accept the help of someone who is a self-described liberal if they said, sure, I'll go to that march. I'll go talk to the city council with you. I'll go help you with whatever you're doing at the range. Or would you say, no, I'm sorry, you fit in a category that I like to demonize, so we're not going to take your help. Or are you in a position where you say, no, if you won't help us on everything, which is, I think, where people are going, where they say, but he might he might vote for a Democrat. Yeah, but you're not going to change that. But if you could get them to come help you on some things, is that not better than having them help you on nothing? Mm-hmm. Guys, help me out here. Am I? Well, yeah, your cars, cars broke down on the side of the road in the middle of the night, and the guy or lady that stops to help you has a pro-choice bumper sticker on her car. You're going to say, well, no, you and I don't agree, so move along. I'll wait for the next car. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm Not everybody you. does that? Because <laughs> I've broken on the side of the road at least twice a week. Well, and- <laughs> one of her people probably broke your car down in the first place. Yeah. It, it just, I... I been scratching my head over it, but what I have certainly come to find out and realize is that some people are so invested into the us versus them, there's not much nuance out there, I guess. And that's, See the that's force probably for the trees. A, well, you know, there's, that's a thing that's going on a lot with the what do you call the polarization so, of politics? Polarized. Everybody is so yeah. polarized right now yeah. that uh, you can't have an opinion without being immediately demonized by the opposite opinion. Well, Got, got to put you into a pigeonhole. Got to find the box. You are this, and I'll check the box. Now I know you are either my friend or you're, you're my enemy, and I must know, should I like you or should I hate you? Uh, um, tell me what you are, and then I'll tell you if I like you or hate you. Well, I just want help on this issue. That's all. I just I want every piece of help I can get. And if I can get it from somebody who votes a different way on different things or whatever, I'm sorry, folks. I'm a gun guy. I'm going to take all the help I can get for gun rights. Amen. So just just where it is, you know. Uh, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got to talk to George. George, don't go anywhere. We'll take our break now, and then we'll come back, and we'll do that. 
Wouldn't it be cool if you could use your AR mags in a bolt-action rifle? Now you can with Mossberg's MVP rifles. The patented designs are first for bolt-action rifles. Choose from 223, 204 Ruger, or 308. Varmint, Predator, Patrol, and MVP Flex System models, each with adjustable triggers. AR mags and a bolt rifle. Learn more at Mossberg.com. That's Mossberg.com. Brownells proudly celebrates 75 years of history and heritage as the world's first choice for firearms, accessories, ammunition, and gunsmithing tools. So whether you're a gunsmith in need of parts and supplies, a new shooter looking for the perfect holster, or a skilled competitor seeking the latest gear, Brownells has what you need. And best of all, every purchase comes with the industry's only forever satisfaction guarantee. Visit us at brownells.com. Looking for shooting instruction but don't know where to go? Well, we have it, and you can access hours of training and safety videos, which you can watch on your home computer. On GunTalkTV.com, we have top competitive shooters, the best in self-defense trainers, and folks who have hunted all over the world, helping you learn which gun to buy, how to use it, how to store it safely, and everything else you need to be a safe and competent shooter. We also have gun makers showing off their newest rifles, shotguns, and handguns. Doesn't matter if you're a veteran shooter or a complete beginner, you'll find what you need at GunTalkTV.com. You can check it out for free, and you can get full access for only $5.95 a month. That gives you unlimited access to hundreds of videos, and we're adding more all the time. Run the videos over and over to make sure you understand what's being said. Skip around. You're in control. Get smarter. Shoot better. Visit GunTalkTV.com. The XDM 3.8 Compact from Springfield Armory is two guns in one. Use as your concealed carry gun with a compact magazine and use the extended magazine for home defense. Carry 13 rounds of 9mm in the compact magazine and a whopping 19 rounds in the extended magazine. To see the entire family of Springfield Armory XDM pistols, go to SpringfieldArmory.com. That's SpringfieldArmory.com. Long-range shooting is challenging and fun, but most precision rifle bullets aren't right for hunting. Nosler's AccuBond LR long-range bullets are designed specifically for hunters. They combine the incredible on-game performance AccuBond bullets have delivered around the world with incredible long-range properties. High ballistic coefficients make for bullets which shoot flat and defy the winds. The sleekest, flattest shooting bonded hunting bullet ever designed. Nosler's AccuBond LR. For more info, visit Nosler.com. It's a weekend of thanks and time to be with family and friends and listen to the Gun Talk Thanksgiving After Show Special. All right, we are back. It is uh, the After Show for Gun Talk. By the way, don't forget you can also, of course, uh, if, if you're listening to this, I know that you're getting the podcast, so we appreciate that. If you don't have the Gun Talk app, by all means, grab that for your smartphone. That way you can listen. You can contact us through email. Uh, you can contact us actually on the phone. Just hit a button on your app, and it calls the, the phone while we're on the air. It's a pretty neat deal. So uh, let's see. Available for Android and for iPhones. 
I don't know what's going to happen with the new iPhone there. It's a, What I want is the, guys, I want the iPhone, because they're going to make them bigger. I want one that's 27 inches across. Oh, yes. That would be I can see awesome. that one. Yeah. What comes with a backpack and straps. Let's say, yeah, you remember the Palm Pilot? This is called the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. Just <laughs> now, actually, it's the shoulder surgery is, yeah. uh, after you carry this for a while. I saw a guy exactly with a bag phone about a week ago. A bag phone? God, bag what? phone. I don't know how it was working or if he was just pretending it was working, but I looked at him, did a double take, and I was like, okay. Those things used to be like two, three grand. I, I thought remember? my Galaxy was pretty big, but no. I didn't even know that that system, because those use true cell systems. We don't actually use cell 800 phones 800 megahertz, anymore. yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know if they do. that's a different deal. I, I'm thinking he was just walking around trying to be cool. Okay. Now that's really, uh, that's what you call retro cool, yeah. or actually what we call that is uncool. Or he's been walking around for the past 25 years with that bag phone. Uh, or he's maybe trying to fix a back problem or something, you know? Yeah, and, and and look, I just want to know, if the battery is still working, I want to get in on that technology. <laughs> Tesla would love to talk to this guy, oh, let me yeah. tell you. Jeez. Hey, George, line one. How you doing there, my friend? Excellent. I signed up about 12 people, new uh, NRA members this weekend. Yeah. So. Outstanding. Good for you. Well, I wish it was 15 or 20, but the uh, but anyway, I did I did my share for the weekend, as they say, but... You know, I know it's a couple of weeks ago, but I, I've been doing my honeydews, so mm-hmm. I wasn't able to call in at all. But a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about the NRA. They had the commercial that started mm-hmm. off with liberal people think it's flyover country. Right. And uh, I just wanted to say, I looked up in my training counselor, NRA training counselor's book, and I know they had talked about it when I took the class. You're not supposed to use any reference whatsoever Whenever you're teaching a class at all on any 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 topic at all, and when I give my uh, classes, I make sure I ask people. You know, I, I ask people. You know, what religion do you think my wife is? My, you know, what race do you think my brother-in-law is? What you know, and I go through a whole bunch of stuff, and everybody's going, "Don't know, don't know, don't know." And then I say, "Well, do you think you should ever say anything derogatory?" You know, what category of derogatory jokes do you think you you should be able to tell? So, I think it's the point uh, across. Hey, George, we should explain. When you say training counselor, explain what you're talking about here. The the NRA has um, training counselors, and they're the ones that, that certify the instructors. So, you have so three we, levels. You have you have NRA staff that, that appoints and gives the classes for the training counselors. And then the training counselors are the ones that certify the individual instructors, the NRA instructors. So your class is made up of people who are becoming NRA instructors, certified instructors. So your point is to them, don't be using uh, any kind of jokes or comments about race, uh, sexual preference, ethnic background, anything like that, because you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what, as you say, what their family is or anything else. And why would you risk offending someone who is your ally? And that's all I'm saying. Why? Oh, and let me do this. George, while I've got you on the phone, I learned something about this. Uh, this was an NRA commercial I was speaking about, but it turns out it wasn't an NRA commercial. Because you guys remember last week I mentioned I had uh, spent a little time with LaPierre. And I pulled him to the side and I said, look, you know. in fact, he brought it up. He said, have you seen our commercials? I said, yeah. I said, I had a problem, just a little problem with it. He said, what? 
And I said, well, you know, it starts off, it's liberals call this flyover country. He says, that's not our commercial. I said, what? He says, that's an ILA commercial. He says, that's not an NRA commercial. I went, oh. Hmm. He was talking about their recruitment commercials, which are very good, by the way. Uh, but there's always been a little bit of, uh, that's not us, that's them. So this was an ILA-created commercial, not from the NRA. So not that the general public would understand the difference, but right. for those of us who kind of pay a lot of attention to it, you go, huh. But he, if, And he immediately said, yes, they should not have said that. I mean, he just right, came right out and said, that we don't need to be doing See, that. See, and that didn't make the piece anyway. You could have switched that over no. and it wouldn't have had any less impact. No, exactly right. So, so George, to your point... Uh, in your training manuals from the NRA, it says don't do those kinds of things. That's from NRA proper, not from ILA. And and from my perspective, when I look at the class, guess what? I can't tell what religion or race, you know, most of the people in the class are, you know? It's like I have no idea. And you can't go by last names or make, you know, make any kind of guess what anything is. So you don't know. And I... I've been in situations where people thought I was of one religion. I woke up and people would quit talking. You know, it's a very awkward <laughs> situation. You know, yeah. so. well, you know, you know, and we've got this, uh, the Pink Pistols, the national group of gay, lesbian, transgender uh, shooters. And they go to NRA counselors to become NRA firearms instructors. And so if you've got one of your in- instructors there taking a uh, teaching class or a counselor teaching class, and makes any kind of comment uh, about gays, lesbians, transsexuals, transgender, what, whatever. What are we doing here? We've got a diverse. We are a diverse group of people. We are a big tent. Gun owners, gun rights supporters. We pretty much take in everybody. You know, it I, makes no sense to do that. Uh, when the last training I took uh, for certification purposes, I, I had an instructor doing the same thing. Thought he was being funny, thought he was being personable to everybody, making jokes about, oh, he made uh, an ethnic joke at one point, and then he made another joke. I, I don't know. But really? I was offended for people that weren't showing offense. And I don't get offended easily, but I, I kind of felt like, I don't belong here. I'm not welcome. I'm paying money for this. Why, mm-hmm. do, I, why do I feel this way? All right, here's a question for you. Yes. What should we do? Should Did you say something? Yes, I did. I pulled him over. I, I should have probably done it before the two-day class was over, but I waited till the end of the class, and mm-hmm. I probably should have done it beforehand. There are different ways to handle that. But first, let's hit this break, and we'll get into this just a little bit more. One of Talker Magazine's 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. You're listening to Gun Talk, heard every week at this time on great radio stations across America. Stay tuned. Gun Talk is coming right back. You're listening to our Gun Talk After Show Thanksgiving special. So sit back, loosen that belt, and enjoy. Once again, here's Tom and the Gun Talk staff. And we're back. Michael, before the break, you were discussing an unsafe instructor you had. My first tendency would be just to stand up in the middle of the class and say, you know, you probably don't need to be doing that. But that's probably not, that's confrontational, maybe not the way to do it. But maybe at the first break, walk over and say, you know, you don't need to be doing that. Uh, well, you wonder how, many, how many people that weren't touched upon by his so-called comedy that weren't offended because they weren't gay or they weren't Mexican or whatever. So they may have not thought it was funny, but they're, they're not going to take any offense to it because it didn't mm-hmm. hit home. 
No. Exactly. Right, but if and that's part of the one problem. person, that's the thing. You've already failed. Oh, oh I agree. But I'm saying even if they're talking to, you know, they're, they don't make any Italian jokes, I'd still be upset that they're making a Mexican or gay joke because it's just not cool. It's, it's not cool. It's not funny. It is, it, you know what it is? It's a put down. Yeah. It's just a put down. And but I'm saying it doesn't have to be about you to take yeah. offense. Oh, no, I, I agree. And I kind of circle all the way back as from a purely a tactical, we're in a battle for gun rights. From a tactical standpoint, it, it would be foolish to throw away support. You know, and I don't want to go down this road again because now I'm going to get you know, like thousands of more emails where people say, you just don't get it because if you uh, support liberals and they're going to vote for our Democrats and they're going to take away our gun rights. That's not what we're saying, guys. No, but they can definitely open a door that you couldn't get open so, because of your classification. Michelle, go with that. Talk about that a little for, for a minute. Well, I, like I said, you, they can open a door. You know, they may go to many political scenes and be that person that's heard and now they're outspoken about guns and gun rights and somebody's like wow Mm -hmm. you know that just opens a door that wasn't there and mm -hmm. you know they might not listen to me because i already know i'm a air quote pro-gun person Mm -hmm. well imagine you have a uh, a mayor or a city council that tends to be a bit liberal tends to be heavily democrat and you show up from a local gun group and they're not going to give you the time of day. They'll let you yammer, and they're not going to pay attention to you. But you have somebody who works with you who also works with them on pick any subject, gay rights. It already uh, has their respect. You yeah. know, pro-choice, whatever, is one of, quote-unquote, one of them. And then says, and they take them aside and says, you know, Harvey, we need to talk about this because you guys are on the wrong side of this issue. Now, if I try to do that, you're not going to listen to me. Right. Sure. But if... The other fella or, or, or lady goes in there, does that, and they already know them from other battles and they feel like, you know, we're in this together, they'll get an audience. Just what you're saying, Michelle, they can get through doors that we can't sometimes. Right. And the chances of that being picked up are probably more likely of happening than me going there and voicing my opinion, like I said, when they already know where I stand. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that happens, and we see this all the time, is we're made fun of. There is this stereotype of that gun person, right. that gun mm-hmm. show type of person that we all have in our head that we've been displayed to the world as, and that's not how we are. We've talked about it before. It's a profession. This, to us, it's, is serious business. It's, it's not just that we're made fun of is that their attitude is dismissive, which means we don't need to be even considered. That's true. It, it's, a, it's a dismissal as much as anything. Oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah, that's, you know, get a bunch of gun guys together, where do you get? A full set of teeth. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's totally dismissive so that they can feel good about completely ignoring us are rendering us irrelevant. And that's that's part of the whole deal. So turn that around. That's how we've made those liberals feel. Thank you. <laughs> exactly right. You know, it's that old deal of the only way I can feel important is to put somebody down. Uh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, you can put somebody on a pedestal without crushing somebody else. And a lot of people don't understand that concept of you get further with sugar than salt. And people just well, don't you know, get it's it. Like, and, and you don't have to use that to put people down. Because, Jim, I put you down all the time without sure, those sure. kind of things. I can't even get back up. Yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, if I'm going to go after you, we're going to talk about your shooting ability. Or, oh, what shooting ability? Oh, oh, the digs just keep on coming. And there's surely more to follow after this break. Ouch.
You already know Liberty safes are great values. Now they're offering an even sweeter deal for Gun Talk listeners. At LibertySafe.com, click on the Fat Boy Safe and type in Tom. Liberty will give you up to $250 off your purchase. Protect the things you value most. LibertySafe.com, click the Fat Boy Safe, promo code Tom, save up to $250. That's LibertySafe.com. LibertySafe.com. If you carry a gun, you need training. Your concealed carry class was definitely not training. But time, money, and obligations keep you from spending days at a shooting school. The trusted folks at Gun Talk can help. Concealed Carry One, our DVD featuring the Vata Group, covers what gun, what holster, how to carry, where to wear your gun, and much more. Visit ShopGunTalk.com. That's ShopGunTalk.com. Look, this really is life and death. Learn how to stay aware, how to get away, and how to fight if you must. At ShotgunTalk.com, you can get the two-DVD set, including Fighting with the 1911 with Tiger McKee. No matter what gun you carry, this vital training info can save your life. Learn the draw, the stance, reloading, vital gear for Gun Talk. That's ShotgunTalk.com. ShotgunTalk.com. Want your next gun purchase to be fast and hassle-free? Well, at galleryofguns.com, you can search through thousands of models from our huge firearms inventory. Find a great offer from a local dealer that includes all fees and taxes. And there's no need to arrange a transfer. Gallery of Guns takes a small deposit on your credit card, and your gun will be at your chosen dealer in as little as 48 hours. Plus, your gun will be covered by our guaranteed lifetime replacement warranty. Galleryofguns.com. Search, find, buy. It really is just that easy. The Ruger SR-45, a large caliber pistol with a trim, ergonomic profile. Like the popular Ruger SR-9 and SR-40, the SR-45 is perfectly sized to be comfortable and controllable with a slim, ergonomic grip and narrow slide. It features an adjustable three-dot sight system, Ruger's unique reversible back strap, an ambidextrous manual safety and magazine release, and built-in Picatinny rail. The Ruger SR-45, another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Weather can affect your shot. Extreme cold, extreme hot, no matter what, Australian Outback Ammo has you covered. Ammunition loaded to shoot the same spot every time. And now Australian Outback offers 300 blackout with loads from a 125 grain bullet to a 220 grain subsonic load. Check it out at outbackammo.com.au outbackammo.com.au Welcome back to our Gun Talk After Show Special. We've put together some after show highlights for you to enjoy this Thanksgiving weekend while we spend time with our families. No need to call today, but next week, of course, you can get back on the air with Tom. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us at Gun Talk and the Gun Talk After Show. Welcome back to the Gun Talk After Show. Jim, as we were heading to the break, you were talking about your shooting this past week. Yes, I did. What'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? I shot my SKS finally. And I tell you what, it's the coolest rifle I've ever shot. It just is. He's got a precision model, which is a little bit different. I'm trying to find out exactly what the difference is, but it's got this really weird, funky rail on the left-hand side of the receiver. Mine's cooler is what the difference is. Yeah, it's it's ultra cool. No, it's not, but it's nice. (laughs) 
It's clean, man. It sh- it shoots great. I mean, just the feel of it, the discharge, and uh, how the, long have you two been married? That's yeah, what yeah, I'm this- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like some boxing gloves going on here, I'm just saying. <laughs> and we shot nines and forties and four Michael actually came over on Labor Day. We had an impromptu shooting lesson for a bunch of folks. Yeah. And uh, we had what Michael, four or five people that never touched a gun in their yeah. life yeah. came out. And it was great. And yeah, one of them I, has, has since uh asked me about purchasing and taking the next step and it was cool. It was a great impromptu get together. And and then you shot some pistols, I hear. Some pistols, a nine, a forty-five, and a uh, and a forty. Okay, that's a pretty good uh, comparison. You could shot the nine, forty, and forty-five. Give me your impressions of the three calibers. Well, the nine was like, you know, the, all the other nines I shot. That was that's I kind of use that as my reference point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the forty-five is slower and beefier, but the forty was snappier. Mm-hmm. The forty had a snap snappier recoil. But you said you thought the forty five actually felt better. It did. It felt better in my hand. The grip is better, and I shot that better because of the fit, I believe. It's fat. G- gen, gen 3, Gen 4? Uh, gen 4 on the 9 and the 45. Gen okay. 3 on the 40. So, I mean, hmm. pretty decent comparison. They're all compact sticks. Right. They're all snappy because, you know, my, I got big mitts. I can only get mm-hmm. two and a half fingers on them. And I didn't have any of the extended mag, mag butts. But, you know, I just got them. I haven't had a chance to play around yet. If, you, um, if you're, you're trying to ma- manage those short grips, a uh, about a six inch length of broom handle and some duct tape. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't really uh, affect the concealability whatsoever. I found not not, not uh, well. That's when you have the quick release detached thing. You use a C clamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I thought the forty was was very sprite, and, yeah. and I, I wasn't expecting that. I just for some reason, in my feeble brain is oh nine forties in between a forty five and a nine, but not recoil wise. No. I, I think it surprises a lot of people. The forty is, is I think it is much more difficult for people to master than either the forty five or the nine. Well, and then when I try to put the GT ten rounds in there, and I just kept tapping the. <laughs> The bullet down into the case further to get them to fit. That didn't work. Eventually, well. you can get it to go, right? Yeah, Just yeah. Beat, beat on it hard enough. Something must be wrong with the extractor, though. It didn't want to come out. <laughs> so, but not, none of them had the recoil of the uh, the ten millimeter. No, no, yeah, sir. Have you shot one of those ten millimeter Glocks? Ooh. No, I, I I've not shot the ten millimeter Glock. No. They are potent. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I got to shoot one a couple of weeks ago, and I did not care for it at all. But, well, I mean, but when you look at the round and you set it next to all the different rounds, you're like, oh, that's so big. <laughs> it's like a three fifty seven, basically. It's huge, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, a 10 millimeter loaded up like it should be has more a good bit more power than a three fifty seven Magnum. It's uh, yeah. right about just a smidge underneath a forty one Magnum. See, yeah. I'd be curious to shoot that little subcompact 40 you got because I've shot the full-sized um, 40 cal Glock, and I wasn't very I – mean, I could use some more practice on it is what I'm saying. It's, it's got a lot of snap to it. Well, why don't we wrap this show and go outside and all do right. some shooting? I, I, I think a subcompact 10 millimeter is the way to go. Oh, my. You probably lose all your fingernails. <laughs> Two-inch your... <laughs> barrel, right? That's right. That's right. Just don't shoot it around anything flammable. Yeah, where's my watch? <laughs> oh, it's 300 feet behind me. Yeah. Oh, I, I got another real quickie for you, Tom. You'll sure. appreciate this. I had an out-of-town client come in last weekend, mm-hmm. and he was going to you know, spend the night at our house for just a real, real quickie in and out-of-town deal. So when he was coming over, I realized that and set out on my kitchen table everything I needed for our evening out, which included a firearm, as always. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I kind of made a little theatrical display because I know he's he's from New Jersey. He's not anti-gun. Right. But what I've learned kind of is, at least East Coast folks, and I'm generalizing like crazy, I realize we'll hear about this too, 
if you're not pro-gun, you're anti-gun. I've always disagreed with that, saying, oh, there's some people in the middle. But mm -hmm. I think the neutral folks, at least the folks I've met, I should say, they are kind of anti-gun only because they're... That's what they get fed all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's all, all you're exposed to. That's all you know. Mm -hmm. So I intentionally mm -hmm. left all this stuff out on the kitchen table and came over and gave him a little walk through the place and said, all right, we got to get going, so let me let me just get my stuff together here. As soon as he walked in the kitchen area, he saw all the stuff sitting on the table, and he's like, gee, does everybody carry a gun in Ohio? And I said, they do in this house. <laughs> and so I just proceeded to get dressed, and he saw it was just like next to my cell phone, my keys, my wallet, my, the bag I take to the work. And just to, to him, it blew his mind that it was a wardrobe choice, in essence, mm -hmm. uh, necessity, more so than in his, the vision he had that people with guns were, you know, the stereotype we're always fighting. Right. And then later in the evening, he brought it up again. And I heard him talking to one of his colleagues a couple of days later. We were, we were doing some work together. And he made a comment, hey, we're over at gyms in Ohio. And, uh, boy, everybody seems to pack there, but nobody seemed like you're crazy. I'm like, bam, gotcha. <laughs> it was Score. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and it was, the, like I said, it was theatrical. It, was, it wasn't like, it was play, so he couldn't miss it. Well, you had a disco ball above it with lights on it. That didn't help. <laughs> that didn't help. Well, I mean, I, I had a wristwatch laying on the table. I haven't worn a watch in 10 years. But I just, I did that night just to kind of, you know, have everything in there make sense to him that it is part of my preparation. If I would leave the house without a gun, I feel Ooh. naked. Were you wearing your, your Make My Day wristwatch? That <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. My Clint Eastwood fan club t-shirt. Th no. There you go. That's, that's it. <laughs> anyway, it was just neat, neat to expose someone who wasn't anti, but he just had the wrong perception of it. And now he's got a little bit different perception. Yeah, what you did is something we've talked about a lot, and it frankly was one of the reasons we started this show almost 20 years ago, which is I always said, I just want people who are not gun people to hear gun people talking about guns and shooting and training and all that and come away with the impression where they say, well, those guys don't sound crazy, which is an admission of, I think maybe I have been misled on this. Yeah. Because that, that's a difficult thing for people. If you walk up to them and say, you know what, you've been lied to on this, then they're going to throw up their uh, defenses and go, oh, no, no, no. But if you just let them come to it on their own, which is what you did, where you say, you know, you're not actually saying anything, mm -hmm. you're showing them. They say, I like you already. I work with you. You're a very reasonable, rational person. Oh, I didn't know you were a gun guy. And now he's putting two and two together, and he goes, yeah. that's not what I've been told. I, if you're a gun guy, you're supposed to be like a crazy guy. Yeah, if I could oh, just figure out a way to build this guy for it, it would be great. You know, no, no. What you do is you have to build a different client. You're just not un understanding this way this thing works. You pass it along. Uh, so. I have a go. lot to learn. <laughs> I, I have actually, okay, I was going way off the rails. I heard of people or companies that simply bill a whole bunch of people. It goes to uh, people they don't have business with and goes to accounts payable. He's, and they figure, hey, look. S some certain percentage of accounts payable are just going to pay it. Yep. yep. No. I worked for a guy like that. That's why I left him about 20, really? 20 years ago, yeah, because he was uh, – he 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 his, his trick was the day the check came, he'd re-invoice it. So he could always use the excuse, oh, I just second invoice it must have passed in the mail. But he knew this his big client had a lousy quality control issue in their accounts payable Man, department. and that's, he, that's low. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it infuriated me. Theft. Yeah. Yeah, theft? Fraud. Can't imagine. Yes. Theft. Fraud. Who'd have thunk? Hang on a second, guys. We'll be right back.
Gun Talk stands for safety, personal responsibility, and common courtesy. To be a part of the show, call 1-TOM-TALK-GUN. Gun Talk will be right back. Welcome back to the Gun Talk After Show. Did you guys catch the significance of when Frank Fiamingo from New Jersey Second Amendment Society says, uh, I had Shanine Allen to the Tea Party meeting and introduced her there and we presented her the check and I said, okay, let's see how many stereotypes did we just break? <laughs> Shanine Allen, single mother, uh, I, an African-American lady, and I'm thinking all the things that you've been told about Tea Party from the media. Yeah. And going out the, see, out the window. Yeah. Out the window. To compl- I said, look, we're just, we're pretty accepting. We're actually, you know, if, if you're a kind, nice person, we like to be around you. That's all. And I just, as he was talking, I was just sitting there thinking, I wonder if people actually caught that little irony there. That uh, going against what the media, the way they portray the Tea Party folks, too. Because, you know, they get hammered the same way gun owners do, kind of they put us all together there. So, anyway, I just, it's just one of those passing things as my brain goes, hmm, interesting. I caught it. It does that occasionally, guys. <laughs> you mean we're supposed to be paying attention while you're on the show? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, did you, did you say something? No. I'm I'm t- I, have, I have an excuse. I was answering the phones. <laughs> She's also Actually, a liar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take it Michelle's, back. Michelle's over there flirting with the callers. I know what you're doing. Yeah, you know. Do you have and Skype? They call call them, later. We don't, you know what it is? Actually, they call and say, Michelle, look, uh, could you tell me what... And they're asking her questions. She never puts them on the air because oh. she knows all the answers. I didn't know you knew that. We get 600 calls a day, Tom. You only get about 25 of them. <laughs> got my own fan they're club. Call, Calling the Michelle show here. Hey, Michelle, I got this gun. She says, yeah, that's fine. You know, and then she says, well, check out my blog. I've got this thing going over here. Oh, the next geez. time Tom's your apprentice, you should talk to him about it. <laughs> There we go. And I do want to put one last thing out there that sure. a caller had, just after you had talked with Frank, had called in and had said something To remind us, basically, he had called in last year looking for some help. He does a lot of traveling. You had recommended to him the Interstate Travel 50 Law book, Mm -hmm. or 50 State Law book, I'm sorry. And he had called in, and he said, you know what? That helped me so much, and it's kept him out of jams, and, and he knows when he travels state to state what the laws of you know, travel and firearms are that he wanted to put that out there for everybody to pay attention, know that those books are updated yearly and by all means, keep yourself informed. I mean, the situation that happened in New Jersey is very unfortunate and it does go to the reciprocity that we need to get to. But until then, the more knowledge we have, the better off we are. It's a great point. Uh, the uh, website gunlaws.com, they have a lot of uh, books there on uh, gun laws of various states. So that's a good place to start. So there's a lot of places. Of course, obviously, the, the what is it, handgunlaw.us mm-hmm. is a great site for reciprocity, for information about that. I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know, Michelle. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a book that's published every year. I think it's called The um, Laws of 50 States. You know, and it's... Ten, twelve dollars. It's it's not much on the retail side, so it, it's a neat handbook to have at all times. Keep it in your okay. glove box. 
absolutely. Gun laws, yeah. Gun it's, laws. Yep. Okay. Uh, I tell you what we'll do. We will try to track down whoever puts that up. Gun laws for the 50 states. Stand by. I think I may have found it here. A book for every American gun loaner, owner. We are now shipping the 2014 edition. We just found it. And it is gunlawguide.com. Yes. All right, guys, I'm tired of you, so let's go. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. How do you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we have six days to recover. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to be in the corner crying, rocking, sucking my thumb. It's going to be great. Oh, you poor, Okay, poor that's baby. it always, though. You're oh. always yeah. like that. <laughs> How's that different from any other day? i wait a week to talk to people. Yeah, let's call a change-up this week. Let's do something different, Michael. <laughs> like what? Crying in the middle of the oh, okay, not the corner. Okay. There you go. That's right. Well, have an awesome <laughs> week, buddy. All right, you guys too, and uh, go shoot something. Uh, pull the trigger. Got it. Take care. All right, done deal. No black helicopters here. Just the facts about gun rights and gun ownership. This is Gun Talk.